Hello and welcome to another Fit Professional Podcast. I'm your host today, Brett Campbell, and today's episode is going to be slightly different to the previous ones. Uh, The reason being is I have absolutely no guests today. Um, I've got no one to talk to. No one wants to talk to me. No, I'm kidding. I've actually got some uh, really good interviews lined up uh, over the coming weeks, Um, so stay tuned for those. But today, um, I'm going to use this time as a bit of an opportunity to answer some of the questions that uh, many of the professionals have been leaving on the I Love Being a Personal Trainer um, Facebook fan page. Um, If you haven't seen that yet, jump on Facebook and go to facebook.com forward slash I Love Being a Personal Trainer um, and you can check out the page. Uh, It's another opportunity where whenever we uh, create a podcast, we put the links and so forth up there. We also put links to, uh, you know, other tips and so forth that we have Um, But today, um, I'm going to start off by answering some of the questions uh, that we've had, like I said, on our Facebook fan page, and then seeing how much time we have left um, will really determine uh, what I'll be speaking about. Um, Again, as always, these episodes are very raw, um, and I I always feel that when they are raw like this and and there's no real big plan around it, uh, some of the best material can come. So if we get started and... uh, straight into the questions well actually no before we do that i'm just going to give you a bit of a heads up because i know there's been many of you um mailing me saying uh you know when's the next podcast coming out um you know and admittedly it has been you know at least three weeks before i or since i did my last one um and the reason behind that is because i've had a lot of things going on myself uh, in business so uh, we ran our first ever fit chick um retreat in bali so we took 24 ladies over to Bali. We spent the uh, seven days um, going through a whole heap of uh, different workshops, um, ranging from personal development into uh, you know the, the health and fitness realm. And it was just in a magical setting. Uh, we did a heap of cool things. We went white water rafting. Uh, we actually got to go and meet um, all the villagers. Uh, we went to a school. So uh, we went to a school there and. We were able to take a heap of sporting equipment to there, so that was a really good day. Um, and overall, it was a, it was a great success. So I've been away doing that, um, and then we came back for about a week, and I ended up having to go to Fiji. So my friends uh, just got married over in Fiji, so I've just spent the last ten days over there um, getting a tan, and now I'm peeling, and I uh, look like I've got some sort of skin disease. But um, look. All that aside, um, I have been uh, extremely busy and, uh, you know, we've got new locations, new fit chick locations popping up, um, you know, every couple of weeks. So we're, we're working hard behind the scenes to get those going. And, and of course, with spring coming in, uh, as I record, the spring's only three days away. Um, so, you know, we're going to get a, a massive influx there of trainers who are wanting to start their very own uh, boot camp program and, and really leverage, I guess, off the fact of, um, you know, the, the one-on-one training, you know, and I say this to many people and all my coaching clients, it's like, you know, you can train one person at, let's say you're going to charge them $50 for the hour. You can train one person at $50 an hour, or you can have 10 people turn up um, to a bootcamp program of yours paying $50, and all of a sudden your your hourly rate has um, gone up from, you know, $50 for the hour to you know, $500 an hour. So it's um, the thing with boot camps, and of course there's, yes, there's some minor details in there that, you know, we'd need to look at, but, you know, you, it's it's clear that the boot camp training and group training and even semi-private training is beginning, um, well, it's not beginning, it's already been there for a long time, but it's, uh, it's certainly 
taking over and becoming more prominent in the industry. And, and you just need to look at the fact that, you know, we've got 30 new uh, FitCheck locations opened in the last four months. You know, it's, it's just showing that's where the industry's heading. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're a personal trainer doing one-on-one, you know, I'd really suggest looking at the options of groups. Um, and if you're in groups, you know, look at, hey, is it working? Is it working for you? And if not, um, go through all of these podcasts and, and, you know, take the information and, and, and try and implement it into your own business. Um, but hey, if you're one of those trainers and, and you don't want to have to go and create it all and, and do all the hard work and so forth, you know, head over to uh, Fit Professional, so fitprofessional.com.au and you can just check out the opportunity we have there. But um, so that's what I've been up to for the last uh, month or so and, you know, I'm going to be getting back, um, we're going to be putting more regular uh, podcasts together, so very excited about that, got some great people as I mentioned earlier that we're going to be talking to. Um, so first of all, let's get stuck into these questions. Now the first question here, um, Alex has written, um, what's the fastest way to build a business? Um, so that's that's the uh, the million dollar question right there, isn't it? So if, if I was asked that question by someone, by a coaching client, and they said, look Brett, what is the fastest way to build a business? My first um, reply to that would be, well, what do you already know? Um, so, you know, what is your education level um, in, in that particular um, area? So if someone said, what's the fastest way to build a boot camp? I'd go, well, what do you actually know right now about boot camps? Um, so I'd get you to write down on a piece of paper. I'd say, well, write out a list of what do you actually know about it? Um, so we know that with boot camps, you know, you need to have, um, uh, you know, like your, your pricing, you need to have that all sorted. You need to know um, how, um, geez, I just hit a blank there. You need, <laughs> you, you need to, there's a truck just drove through my, well, not drove through my window. There's, uh, my office is actually looking out onto the main highway and I've just seen a truck almost swerve off the highway, which, um, it just stopped me in my track. So luckily we're not editing this. So back to the question, what's the fastest way to build a business? And we were talking about if you're going to use, um, if someone's going to do a boot camp, right? So I'd say, well, what do you already know? So they may know nothing. Well, they may know, well, I already know that, you know, um, it's not one-on-one and, and we need to, um, you know, either train in a park or you're going to train indoors, you know, so you need to know that. You know, you need to also know what price is going to, um, what you're going to charge the clients, how often the clients are going to come, um, what's your referral program, like what are you actually going to um, do inside your program that will generate more referrals, more leads, etc. So it's, it's it's a very, very open question and, and it goes back to that thing, what's your education on it? Um, you know, and if we look at it, when people go to me, oh, Brett, what's the fastest way to have an information product and, and start making money online? Again, the same thing, it's you need to have education based around it. And, and if you don't know what to know or to learn, ask someone who's doing it and ask them what they should do. Um, so an example is if someone asked me, well, how do you build a business? I'd say, well, look, for one, I've spent over $200,000 in the last five years educating myself. So I've actually gone out there and searched for information because you know, even though we've got Google and all these cool um, you know, search engines that we can find information at our, at our fingertips. The issue with that is, guys, is that there's so much information out there, sometimes it can become um, overwhelming. So, you know, you need to really go out there and not only just educate yourself in the fact of, I need to just go and look at information, you need to educate yourself that you're looking at the right information as well. So it's 
Don't just go off one thing and go, yeah, I'm just gonna go with that. Find a, a recurring pattern with all the types of information out there and then and then see what works for you. Um, so I know that's probably not what you wanna hear, Alex. Um, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go out and educate yourself. There's, there's really no extreme fast way to build a business, but if you are asking me the question of how do I get my first few clients, you know, because that's the start of building a business, um, then I'd say a complete different answer. And what I'll do is I'll tell you, well, who do you know? Who do you already know that you could get on the phone immediately and ring up and tell them that, hey, look, I've just started as a personal trainer. Or, And this is even if you've been a personal trainer for years, the same thing applies here. You could say, well, look, I've just got this new program starting. It's starting on this date. Would this, you know, this is what's included. This is what's um, what you're going to get out of it. Um, this is how it will help you. Is this something that you'd like to do? Um, if they say yes, then you go, great. Do you know anyone else who would want to join you? you know, again, it's that whole thing of, of asking people. Um, every time I've uh, went through this particular strategy with, with any personal coaching clients, there's guaranteed to be at least two to three new people sign up. Um, and and it's, it's the most unutilized technique out there for getting clients. You know, your mobile phone is an extremely, extremely valuable tool. Um, you know, you think you just, you got all these people in your contacts list, why don't you give them a call and actually talk to them? Same thing applies with Facebook. Get on Facebook and, you know, most people have friends these days that they don't even know. Um, you know, use it to your advantage. Send them a private Facebook message and tell them, this is what I'm doing, would you be interested? If not, um, you know, do you know anyone else who would be? And even look and and again, you'd have to work this out in more detail, but you know, even offer them a reward if they were to refer someone. So let's say I asked you, um, you know, I'm, I'm a personal trainer, I'm looking for some clients. I said, hey, look, would you be interested in joining my XYZ program? You said no. I'd say, hey, look, well, if you know anyone, I'd be happy to give you $50 or $100 cash for any referral that you bring on. You know, so what you're starting to do there is you're starting to think outside the circle. So, you know, if, if, we, if we sum up that question for you, Alex, it's, you know, you need to educate yourself regardless. Um, and, and I'm not talking go and spend thousands of dollars, go out there and hire a, a coach, et cetera, et cetera. Although those things would be, you know, obviously, um, what I believe you should do, but there's there's easier ways to start. You know, go and read some books. Go and jump on someone's website and read some information, and 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 just be open to the fact that you need to learn before you can earn. Um, yeah, that's a really big thing as well. People start in the industry and they want fifty clients straight away, and they really don't want to have to do all the hard work. Now, I guess whilst that's that's the uh, the magical fairy tale, but yeah, and there are ways out there now that, that can really alleviate all that. So an example is, you know, with our FitCheck locations, you know, um, the reality of it is that it's, it's it's all there ready for someone to really want to come and, and, and take the opportunity. Um, but if you're not that person and you really want to build something yourself, then you need to go and educate yourself in those areas. All right, so I think I've, I've hammered that answer um, all the way home. So let's get on to the next question, and that was from Chris. Uh, Chris has asked, how do I get more done in less time? Now, normally I've got a time management and procrastination um, seminar, I guess, that, that I that I go through, and it, it normally takes me half a day to get through it because there's so many really cool, valuable things, and it really comes from the setup. Um, and I was actually filming a podcast yesterday for our Fit Chicks, and, and one of the things that uh, we talked about um, was planning. Um, Planning obviously is the number one thing to be able to get stuff done. 
but um, not only planning, it's actually actioning the planning, <laughs> you know, because the amount of people that have, um, you know, appointments in their diary or they've got to-do lists and they just religiously don't do the to-do lists. And then what that does is it gives you a bad programming of, um, oh, it's okay not to have to complete what I set, um, which is really negative to your mindset and it's, it's something that you really want to stay away from. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm just going to have a sip of my coffee here. All right, so as I was saying, really negative to your mindset and you you need to, um, if you are one of those people and that's happening to you, then you really just need to assess your time management um, system that you currently have because everything we do is a system and, and uh, we can always refine the system to make it better or or, um, or to improve it. You know, an example of sitting in your car seat, you know, that's, look, as, as silly as it sounds is, you're driving, you're sitting in your seat, and if, if you're not feeling comfortable, you just change the system, you know, you just move the seat back a little bit, and then all of a sudden it, it has a totally different effect. You know, so if we look at that from your time management, is you need to set up not only your day or your week, but you need to really set up, you know, a, a good, you know, three to four weeks in advance. That's, that's my um, take on it. Now, you get people going, look, you've got to have a five-year goal, 12-month, and whilst I'm totally all for that and 100% agree with it, you really just need to get down to the nuts and bolts because that's where it really starts to happen. Um, of course, without long-term goals, you're not going to know the smaller goals to get towards it. But let's say, for an example, how I plan my day, that'll be the easiest way for you to be able to relate. Now, every morning um, before I even... Well, now that I, you know, we, we don't work, I don't work from home, so, you know, we've got the, the ability of having our own um, office space and headquarters, etc. which, one, that's a really big um, thing that uh, allows me to make sure that I have to get stuff done within a certain time frame. So, you know, I, I don't like being in the office late, um, you know, except if there's heaps of things going on. Like, for example, right now we've got a product launch going on. So um, we've had three days where we're selling an information product and, you know, I've been doing a whole heap of extra work on the back end of things, which, you know, I've been until 7, 8 at night. But this is the great thing about it is it's all about planning. I knew that that was going to happen weeks ago. Um, so if we look at my day, so I come into the office um, before I even, and this is the biggest tip I think that, you know, since I started doing this, it's, um, you know, had a massive changes. Don't go straight to your emails. Don't open your emails. So I've got a whiteboard in my office. I'll walk straight up to my whiteboard. Um, and I'll do a brain dump of everything that I need to do today. Um, so I've got, if I was to look at my um, my whiteboard up there, um, right now I've got six tasks that I have for the day. Um, you know, one of them is to create an agreement. Um, uh, create an agreement. Um, number two is to finalise one of our uh, locations uh, that's going to be launching. Um, number three is to review all our marketing and ads and so forth just as an overview. Um, number four is uh, send an email out to our local um, fit checks here at Burley. Um, and then number five is create this podcast. Um, and then after that, I have got number six is outline our next information product. So what I did there was I um, wrote out all the, the points. And as you've seen, there, there was only six there, six of the main things. The thing is you don't want to overwhelm yourself with a heap of little things. 
So I put six main things that I really wanted to complete today, and, and that may change. Like at the end of the day, I, I mean, I'm going really well today. It's um, 3.40, and I'm doing the podcast, so I'll be finished this, you know, in probably another 15, 20 minutes or so, depending how much I uh, ramble on. Um, and then after that, I'll have the last hour or so of the day, and, and I'll get to put my creative mind to, to, uh, to work and create our next workout um, product or our, our next online product. So that's what I do there. I wrote it out and then I actually um, put them in specific order of what needs to be done first. Um, so the first thing um, you can see on my list, the podcast was the second thing that I wrote on the list, but it was the fifth thing that I put in order of importance. Um, and how I judge order of importance is I look at... Um, you know, the, the whole thing, you would have heard the different um, quadrants of, you know, urgent, important, um, not important, urgent, etc., etc. So I just base those off, a, um, you know, basically an, an impact versus what impact that's going to have on our business um, and how easy is it to accomplish it. So I know for a fact that this podcast is very easy. It's just me sitting here talking, but I know that it will also take up at least an hour of my time, maybe another, um, you know, another 20 minutes by the time, uh, you know, we do the recording and get it sorted, put it in iTunes and put up a blog post and then send an email out to you to hear it, put a post on the fan page about it, etc. So you need to take those timings into account. So that's how I um, organize the start of my day. So this is before anything's ever happened. Um, then I'll sit down and I'll have um, uh, on my um, notebook here, I've got um, a list of who am I waiting to hear from. Um, so it's who am I waiting to hear from and who do I need to reach out to? Okay, two key questions. Now, I'll write under that who am I waiting to hear from and, and I might be waiting to hear back from someone who's um, going to take up some opportunity or I'm waiting to hear back from someone about um, about some coaching or some uh, you know, a new location or whatever it might be and I'll write that down and I'll go, I'm waiting to hear back from them. Who do I need to reach out to um, today? Now that's the difference is who do I need to reach out to today? And on my list today, um, one of them was uh, a guy, Nathan, from New Zealand. So I'm going to speak at the New Zealand Fitness Conference in November and I needed to actually action my um, confirmation back to him and then um, pass it on to, to Sherry, who's our admin manager, to then fax scan and send off, etc. So. That's what I did again before I even looked at my emails. Um, because what happens is when I go look at my emails, um, well actually, I, I must confess right here, that when I did check my emails this morning, um, I did break one of my rules and that was just because I wanted to look at how many sales we've made of a certain product today. Um, but other than that, basically what happens is when I write down who am I waiting to hear from and who, who do I need to reach out to, all my brain is doing is scanning for the three or four people that I'm waiting to hear from. Because what that then means is that all the other emails are not important right now to me. And all it will do is just distract me from doing what I do. And um, what happened was I, I generally try and knock out one or two tasks and then I'll spend half an hour on emails and go through the list of emails. Um, and try and get as many as I can done. If I can't get them all done in that time, I'll just stop and I'll do them this afternoon, um, you know, when I finish the day. So again, it's it's that thing of prioritizing what's more important. Um, and at the end of the day is, is, you know, if I was to 
to give you some extra tips on that, it, it really comes down to um, not getting lost on Facebook. That's number one. Um, because what happens is you log on Facebook, next thing you see someone talk about something funny or they've shared a video and then all of a sudden you find yourself watching that video and then some ad pops up on that side and you click the ad and the next thing you're doing something that's totally off task, you just lost 10 minutes before you realize you're in the warp of uh, Facebook. So I, I really try and stay away from that. Um, the time when I do go into Facebook, again, was like num on my list number three is when I'm gonna review all my ads. Um, so I go into there, but that's in a totally separate account as well um, because I know that's totally separate and I don't want to get distracted on my personal profile. Um, if I want to look at Facebook and have a bit of a jam around, you know, that'll be generally tonight um, in my free time if I choose to do that. Um, so that's, that's one tip is just be cautious of where you're spending your time, um, especially online because when you get more online and, and you realize that um, you know, there's massive opportunities online. You'll, you'll, it's a, um, it's a really thin line of trying to get lost on something versus trying to be productive. Um, so how I do that as well is I just don't open my web browser, um, and you know I'll do as much as I can without my web browser. Um, of course, unless I'm looking for certain things. Um, but that's one. Facebook. My next one is how do I get a lot of stuff done? Is I actually have my phone turned on silent. Um, I've had this for the last two years. I think I've been utilizing this skill. Um, now, whilst some people might think, oh, that's not good because what if a client's ringing or what if someone's ringing? You know what? That's what they've got voice messages for. Um, and look, I can give everyone a call back um, at my earliest convenience. The thing there and the key is to not fall into the trap of, of um, being Johnny on the spot all the time because what happens is then that can become expectant. Now, of course, if you're in the industry and, and um, you know, you, you're feeling, well, if I, what if I miss a call? What if it's a client and they go to someone else? You know, look, that's just a decision you'll need to make. I just know for me that, um, you know, someone calling me when I'm halfway through, um, well, let's use this as an example, right? So I'm sitting here recording a podcast and my phone's on silent. What if it wasn't and someone rang me? What that would do, that was totally interrupt what we're doing. Now, just because I'm recording this and you can hear what I'm about to say and, and I'm not gonna edit it, what makes that different than me sitting there writing up the agreement this morning and someone interrupting me doing that? So think about that, you know, and, I, and I'll say it again because I think that's very, very important. What I'm doing here is I don't wanna be disturbed because it, it might, make me forget something or I'll say something wrong or you know or, or I might at the risk of embarrassing myself which is very hard to do uh, for myself you know it takes a lot to embarrass me but the point I'm making is why is this more important than doing any other tasks throughout the day so that's something to think about um, and I'd love to actually hear what your thoughts are on that because I actually just had a bit of a, um, a moment then because um, I, I think the importance is actually it's, it's outstanding it's just like when you're with a client, so you're sitting, you're training a client, and then your phone goes off through the uh, middle of the session. You, know, you don't want to be disturbed, and, and if you're one of those trainers who has your phone on you through the session, whether you're using your stopwatch or not, get a different stopwatch because the last thing you want is a distraction. Um, and again, that's just my opinion. Do do what you feel, but um, again, you don't want to be disturbed while you're training them. So what's the difference of being disturbed while you're doing your paperwork? You know, or what's the difference of being disturbed? 
um, when you're in your free time. Because when I'm in my free time, I don't want to be disturbed. It's my free time. That means that you know, I can choose to do what I want, not other people um, you know, put me on the spot to make a decision or not whether to answer my phone. So um, that's, that's another reason why I guess I, I don't have my phone on, um, which, you know, again, it's great because um, people will soon learn to leave a message. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think if, if we were to wrap that up in that question, um, you yeah, know, some, some pretty good valuable little tips there. Um, and oh, actually another thing that, um, how, how I know to get stuff done, um, and I've really only implemented this probably the last six weeks, and it's because I'm an ideas man, I've always got ideas and I've always got things popping up and, you know, it might be like, oh, I need to send an email to Joe Bloggs. What I do is I use the notes in my actual iPhone. Um, I use the notepad and I just send myself an email to a specific email address. So, so I've got an email address that's set up totally separate to every other one, um, which is just basically all my ideas and notes and um, things that I know I need to do. I just send it to that. Um, so that's another cool little tip that, I, uh, that I've, I've found to be quite useful for myself. All right, thanks for that question, Chris. Uh, so moving on to Norm. So Norm asked me a question, and this was based off a, um, a previous um, podcast interview that I did. Um, and it was actually a question that I asked one of my guests. Um, and basically uh, the question was, um, if, if you had a thousand dollars to and uh, and your education that you have now and a thousand dollars and a MacBook Pro, what would I do? Um, and I guess I've actually thought about that answer quite often. <laughs> Every time I ask it, I'm like, I wonder what I'd do. And um, I guess what I would do first of all is I know the power of online marketing, so that that's that's a given that I would start with online. Um, I'd go and buy a domain name, which costs you about twelve dollars. Um, for two years, um, I'd, I'd buy it for two years because I know it would it would work. If you wanted to be cheap on it, you could get one year, <laughs> so you could be saving money up front. Um, but I'd buy a domain name, um, and basically, I would. Um, if, if we're going to get nitty gritty into it, I'd, I'd go and buy a um, a like a small camera that I could uh, film myself doing some uh, video tutorials or. Um, something like that and I'd just create an information product um, and you know I'd, I'd be able to get that all set up and done because because I, I know how to do majority of it you know let's just say I'll get that set up for, for under $300 um, and then what I'll do is I'd spend the rest of it on um, on advertising because I know my return on investment so I know that you know if, if I spend a dollar I'll, I'll get a return you know and, and that's what it's all about it's, it's about finding um, something that you can invest your money into and being sure that you're going to get a return on it. Um, and whether sometimes it's an immediate return or, you know, it's a return down the track, um, you know, whatever the case, um, you, you just need to know that to be fact. So that's what I'd do. I'd create an information product um, and get it out there um, ASAP, you know, and I, what I'd do is I'd use, um, obviously, Facebook, you know, set up a free page for it as well, um, use that to, to promote it. Um, I'd even give away the product initially to um, people who, you know, like I'd set up some sort of competition um, where I'd give away um, the product if, you know, people helped me market it or affiliated the product, etc. So there's a heap of ways there that, that I'd look into. Um, but I think, Norm, that's, that's probably what you're looking for there, matey. I'd, I'd set up an information product and, and go from there.
Um, so th those are oh, actually. I've got another question here from uh, Dave. He he actually talked. Um, his question was more based around weight training um, for new trainers and so forth. Um, and actually, I'll, I'll bring up the the question there just so I can and read it properly. Um, one moment. So it says, please cover weight training basics, old school, um, so to speak. Too many young trainers move straight to fancy exercises and try and wow their clients um, when they don't know if, um, how to instruct someone to do a flat barbell or or even a, a prone weight assisted chin up. So um, Dave says he's been in the industry for ten years, and and look, um, whilst this is is generally not a, a weight training or a, um, physical training type of podcast, it's more based around business. Look, I can uh, totally relate to that, Dave, and um, I think um, it's it's one of those things now that it really does come back to the whole education of um, you know who's teaching these trainers at the start, um, because you're right, it, there's so many different exercises out there now, and the whole introduction of functional training and, and so forth has been sort of taken, I guess, in my opinion, it's been taken, um, you know, it's um, been taken out of perspective and. You know, you get people doing single leg hop, jump, skip to a burpee, you know, followed by a triple twist McPike, you know, like, <laughs> there's no limit to the exercise. Um, and I mean, I'm all for trainers um, teaching those exercises if they know how to obviously do the exercise. Um, if they don't, like anyone, if you don't know how to do anything, then I wouldn't suggest you do it. I'd suggest you go back to the start and... and you know, my, my first answer to Alex's question is education. You need to educate yourself. Um, but you're right. You, there's so many different philosophies with um, with how you can achieve the end result. It's um, you know, you, it, it's the the ultimate debate, really. And I'd love to actually see a big debate on it one day. And and it could be something that uh, maybe I try and try and push and, and <clears throat> get started. Is you know the the whole debate of you know, you got your functional training people who, who are fully into that. You got, you know, CrossFit, I guess you'd say, is, is functional. Um, but again, they've got different modalities. You've got, you know, people who are into their boxing, their martial arts training. And look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> it really comes down to um, what the end result is for the for the individual doing it. Um, because there's so many ways to, to achieve the end result, like we say. And I mean, if we use our fit check locations as an example, um, you know, we realize that, so many different trainers have different philosophies um, and if you're not passionate about what you're teaching then you know it, it can become quite boring and mundane um, and you know so we keep it open for trainers to be able to train the way that they'd like to train you know which which is exciting because when you're passionate about something <clears throat> like let's, let's use the example of a flat bench I could literally make the flat bench press a, a really fun um, exercise now Fun, I don't mean, you know, um, changing it up at all. It's it keep the exercise the same, but it's it's all your approach to the exercise. So that where I see um, the reason why trainers are trying to do fancy exercises is, like you say, Dave, to wow their clients. Now, you can wow your clients in many other ways other than trying to do really tricky stuff. You can wow them with your attitude. You can wow them with your, um, your energy. You know, so if you're really excited and you're a pump trainer, all of a sudden, you know, the flat bench press is, is an amazing exercise to someone, you know. So that's, um, you know, I guess that's my, my two cents on that. Um, you know, is, is you always got to start from basics, but, of course, always be open to, um, 
to trying new things, but before you try them on other people, try them on yourself. And not only that, actually understand how it works. You know, and if I make the correlation of that is actually understand why you're doing an athletic lunge. You know, before you just see someone do it and then go and do it, understand the biomechanics behind that because that's really important. Just like understand in business why you're actually doing what you're doing. You know, understand why you've actually got a Facebook fan page and what you're trying to achieve from it. Um, instead of just having a page and just... The, the equivalent is... Um, to the trainer that you're talking about, Dave, is, is the business owner who just gets on their page and just posts stuff just because they think they need to. You need to understand why. You need to understand the back end to it. You need to understand um, you know, a whole heap of uh, working parts to it. And, and I'll give you an example. I mean, I am on a bit of a rant here, but you know, this is how I function. Uh, <laughs> um, an example is I put a post out on Facebook. Um, it would have been probably three, four weeks ago. Um, and it was all based around our information product that we have um, on sale right now. Clean recipes, um, madeeasy.com is the URL if you wanted to check it out. Um, so that's the information product that we've got right now. And, and it was about three week, three to four weeks ago that I, I put a, a bit of a teaser out there, you know. And the reason why I did that is that there's a purpose behind it. It was to engage excitement, to get people talking about it. Because, you know, a week later... Um, you know, someone's like, oh, when's this supposed to be coming out, etc. And then when we actually came to our product launch, um, which is, I guess, what I'll do is I'll actually cover that in another episode and I'll, and I'll run you through, um, you know, I've got it on the list here of, you know, anyone who wants to make information products, um, you know, I can I can run you through um, how I was able to do that and, and why I did what and, and so forth, which is very, very valuable to um, if you wanted to get into that sort of stuff. Um, but the purpose I'm trying to make here is everything um, that you do, you need to have a purpose behind it and there needs to be a reason why you're doing it um, because the last thing you'll do is you'll just float around, um, you know, and whilst you'll get stuff done, you know, and you will achieve things, you need to ask yourself, is, is that really, um, you know, what I want to be doing? Is that really the way that I want to achieve it? So if we go back to Alex's, you need to know exactly what you're doing and why as well. So, look, I think on that note, um, I'm going to stop that question um, because it was all about um, covering weight training basics and then I'm talking about information products. But, hey, you know, this is what it's all about. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we, we're going to leave that episode there. It's going to be a nice little short uh, masterclass. Look, I think we're coming up to about 35 minutes now. Um, but what I'm going to do is, is if anyone has any questions at all, um, you know, be sure to leave them underneath this post or head to our fan page um, and make sure that you do ask the question. Um, I, I do enjoy answering them and I know that there's many of you out there who are benefiting greatly from this podcast and I uh, you know, thank you for listening because you know, there's no point in me talking to a computer or a microphone uh, if no one's listening. So look, on that note, I'm going to leave it. Um, if you are a personal trainer, like I said, and you're interested in looking at an amazing opportunity um, and, you know, with spring coming around the corner and you, you want to look at having your own fitchick location, um, even if you've been in business for years and you, you want to have this as an additive to your business, by all means, check it out. Um, we'll give you a call and we'll let you know more about it. Um, but until then, have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you. Actually, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye now.